Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Business Ninjas. I'm here today with Isaiah Ahrens. He's the head of marketing at Landscape Management Group. Isaiah, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, excited to have you. So Isaiah, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so as a young kid, um, I don't know, I always loved the idea of business, playing with money, whatever. And so as I got older, um, I had a stage in life where, I don't know, it's just really unfortunate. I was super suicidal and I was like around 14 years old. And I was like, what's the point of life? And it really got to the point super young, like mm -hmm. way too young. But after that, decided not to do that. Obviously it was like, what is my life really worth? And what am I going to do with it? And it's like, if I'm going to do anything with my life, I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. Mm -hmm. So obviously there's a lot of other details, which I won't cover here, but that's what really kind of spawned my interest in business. Mm -hmm. And so there were three really key things that I would say kind of launched me out of that, you know, early high school age um, towards the end of high school. And the first one was I decided to stop playing cross country or running cross country because mm -hmm. I wanted to be a quarterback on the football team. And so quit that. A lot of people were upset because that was my best sport. Um, any people out there that are like into running, whatever, and 1745 as a freshman, wow. um, only running like 10 miles a week, like not really trying. I would just show up for race day. <laughs> um, my dad said, you're not allowed to play football. And that was kind of in his head. I thought I was going to change his mind, whatever. I only ended up playing one senior year. Um, still the only sport I was recruited for college also played basketball but I wanted an aggressive sport I was kind of born that way I didn't like this like running around Mickey Mouse stuff um, just I don't know wasn't in my heart even though I was good at it so that happened um, I also had a mentor that really came into my life um, he's also my basketball coach leads a bible study them in as well and so he really just started pushing my life in a direction that I I don't know was kind of gasping on the fire for what was going on with me internally mm -hmm. uh, and then also I decided my dad is a pastor and I kind of went into a stage where like oh I want to be a pastor just like my dad because his dad was a pastor his dad was a pastor it's like mm -hmm. what everybody does all the first one boys that's what they did and so I decided I don't want to do that I don't want to run cross country and I have this mentor and I want to like really dig into what he has to say about my life and learn from him yeah so that went on um grew a lot, but then where kind of all this peaked um, was finishing up my junior year of high school in the spring. I had three more big things happen. Um, first of which I was taking a friend home from football practice and long story short, a truck in the meeting went to the other side in the middle of traffic. Um, an SUV got hit, then a semi truck hit it from behind. A car blew up, burning car crash, super crazy. I ended up without even thinking, just running straight out um, pulled the lady out of a burning truck and I didn't even think about it. And it was only after that I realized like, holy smokes, like, what did I just do? As all these people were yelling at me, like, don't do that. Like, stay away. Like that car just blew up. And so that really changed my perspective of, oh, like I'm gonna go to high school, finish that up college. The perfect plan will just be laid out X, Y, Z. I'll leave my meaning, whatever. Um, I realized I'm like, oh shoot, like, it's not going to end up exactly like that. So I had a lot of friends who were like, Hey, you should write a book about like your life experiences before that. Mm -hmm. But after that moment was when I really started to take it seriously. Yeah. Um, also 
few weeks later, um, really unfortunate. I know this happens a lot, but my mom got diagnosed with stage four cancer. Wow. And so that was another thing that was just like, oh my gosh. Um, it was really crazy because I left the state after to just get some therapy for um, car crash. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not even really a month, month and a half later, mom's got stage four cancer. So I got younger siblings. Um, and so at that point, like I'm the oldest, like I said, and I was like, I'm working three jobs right now to, you know, pay for my sports, whatever in our family. If you want a car, you want a phone, you got to pay for it. Mm-hmm. And so I was working all those different jobs doing that. And so I got a letter in the mail um, that said, hey, you can come do this virtual sales job. And I was like, I don't know about that. I just kind of chucked the letter on my desk. But after mom got cancer, I kind of rethought it a little bit because it's like, hey, I can work remotely with the siblings, you know, watch them when mom's gone, you know, maybe that'll work out. And so gave that kind of a rethink. Mm-hmm. Went in for an interview, got accepted, um, hated it at first, had to get a computer to do that because I'm more of an in-person guy, like don't really like the technology, had to learn how to do that stuff. Um, ended up just struggling through it, but I said, hey, I'm going to stick this out for a month. And then I met a bunch of people in person. One thing led to the next. I got promoted 14 times in eight wow. months, became one of the first district managers um, in company history which is cool in high school. And so that's when stuff like really started to take off. Um, During that period, I met Mike, um, who's the president owner of Landscape Management Group, which I'm at now. And so we kind of were building a relationship. Um, He would just let me ask him a ton of business questions. I was a young guy that was like, hey, can I just learn more? Yeah. Um, And so after that, things just absolutely blew up. Um, I love networking. It just kind of took off and uh now we're here so i appreciate you sharing all that kind of background of how you got to you know where you are now kind of what built you into into who you are and kind of the blocks the blocks that paved the way for you so talk to me a little bit more about you know the landscape management group yeah absolutely so it started um i believe 2011 2012 Mm -hmm. Uh, mike started it it was originally called mike's landscaping and he kind of just started straight out of college. He was super business oriented, kind of same like I was. Um, and he was like, hey, I want to make this into a business. And so it was a regular landscape company for a long time, about a decade. I think we're going on like 14 or 15 years now. But we have really transitioned out of like the regular, you know, we do landscaping stuff to we are a landscape management group, which is why we're called landscape management group now. Kind of yeah. makes sense. The name change, all that. And so we're kind of like, I like to compare it a lot to Uber Eats for landscaping. And so we have a lot of people that we work with. So we, when we you know, talk to a client and they're like, hey, we want a kitchen with a pool and a fence and a unique pavilion or whatever, we can go find people that are the best at what they do, bring them for the project um, and put it all together. And so that was a huge transition that we made, um, I think similar to like, um, Uber, same thing they do with cars, with rides, or Airbnb, Verbo, whatever, how they take all this excess that's in the market. Uh, we're not doing exactly that, but I like to explain it like that. It's kind of similar to that. Um, so that's what Landscape Management Group is now striving to do. And we doubled two years ago. We doubled again this year. And so we're trying to pull off another one. I don't know if it'll happen. It's a pretty good goal, but we are uh, very excited and growing the team a lot. Um, you know, I'm head of marketing, which doesn't mean a whole lot because I'm just now training and getting all my assistants in different areas kind of 
on their tasks and bring them up to speed and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah. That's fascinating. So do you see trends in kind of different company sizes or, you know, different projects that landscape management group takes on? Yeah, absolutely. So there is, and I was actually just talking to Mike about this not too long ago, but there's a point where you want to give quality mm-hmm. to customers and clients that are interested in legitimate projects. Um, obviously, like no one wants to just go and fix a board on a fence. Mm-hmm. That's not, we want to provide like a experience. Like I tell people all the time, even if you only want a fence and a patio now, mm-hmm. we work with people, we do three designs. We have a whole design team and we work with people over not just years, but we also work with them for a decade plus to yeah. help them build their backyard. It's not like, oh, you don't want to do it all now, you know, throw them off ship. It's like, hey, we're here to work with you and build a relationship with you. Mm-hmm. So that's something that we're really striving for, but also providing value to Hey, even though, you know, we can't work with you, maybe your project size isn't quite something mm-hmm. that we can do because we have a whole team, mm-hmm. um, it's very expensive, we can still provide them value. And so we have different pieces of content that we'll send them to help them feel valued. So it's like, okay, we can't help you shove off. It's, hey, we can't help you, but here's some value that I think will help for, you know, your little project and really build a relationship. So in the Columbus area, and now we're starting to expand to Cincinnati and a lot of Southern Ohio and, you know, hopefully beyond. For commercial stuff we're already starting to get a little bit into kentucky and indiana that's something that we want to build a brand around mm-hmm. uh just like you know nike or starbucks or whatever you say that everybody knows what that is and they yeah. love it and so that's something they want to build with landscape management group that's fascinating so are there different services that landscape management group is able to offer and kind of support with you know because you, you, you mentioned design like talk to me a little bit about that yeah so basically the process is um you know a lot of people come to us for whether, like I said, it's like a little fence project or it's, you know, we want a pool and we want a kitchen and everything. It doesn't really matter what they want, but the way it goes is, you know, we'll take them as a lead, whether they found us on the website or some other source. We get a professional project manager out there so they can assess, take all the right measurements, talk with the customer, really understand what they want, what their vision is. And then they take all those details and a lot of them end up doing a design. And so the design team walks through with them. And then the client can then hop on to a virtual meeting with our design team. So they can see like, hey, can we make these edits, whatever? And we work with them and customize it. Sometimes they're like, oh yeah, that's great. We love it. Or sometimes they're like, hey, let's make some revisions. So we help them make those revisions. Obviously, sometimes with the budget, you have to adjust a little bit. That happens. And then we work to actually start the project. So there's a couple of phases. Yeah. Uh, from you know them seeing us on the website to us talking to them over the phone, kind of getting a decent idea of what they need, you know, getting mm-hmm. some pictures, getting those to the project managers, so then what they go out, um, you know, get the ideas really set in stone. Then it goes to the design team, then it comes back, and then hopefully a few months later they have, you know, their ideal kitchen project or backyard project or pool yeah. project, or they're well on their way to having it. Wow, so, that's a that's really interesting. So, do you think it's kind of all of that? that onboarding process with pulling in the project manager, having somebody go on site. Do you think it's kind of that process that really separates landscape management group from its competition? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, there's definitely plenty of, you know, very high quality um, landscaping groups in Columbus and of course throughout the nation. Um, But something that a lot of people can't do is if, you know, they're going out to a project site and someone asks something, they're kind of scribbling on a piece of paper or whatever, and then they go back and they, 
give them a, you know, this will be your estimate for what the project would be, which is, you know, what a lot of landscapers still do. And to really stay with the curve and technology, I mean, chat GPT and all the stuff that's coming out now, like we could talk about that for hours. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. But we really feel we got to take advantage of those and yeah. plug them into design capabilities, something where we can make it not just, you know, an estimate or like, hey, this is how much project's going to be. Do you want it? Mm -hmm. or, hey, this is an experience that mm -hmm. you get. And even if you don't sign with us, we're still going to provide tons of value to you. Yeah. So that even if, you know, you end up working with, uh, um, what's the word? I can't even think of it. My friend is dead. A competitor. Yeah. Well, look at me. Um, even if they end up working with a competitor, it doesn't really matter because we're helping the whole industry of landscape. We're helping raise the bar for mm -hmm. the landscape industry, which mm -hmm. I think is the most important thing. Because at the end of the day, we're all people. We're all humans. It doesn't really matter you know, whether we get the sale. If we're providing good service, we're going to get it automatically. Mm -hmm. So does does landscape management group only work with personal um, projects or can they also be for companies as well? Yeah, so we do commercial as well as residential. Okay. Um, and so something with that shift and finding out, you know, like what can we really um, do that can provide the best experience, but also help us provide more value and be able to get more income to put back into our customers. Mm -hmm. And so for an example, something that we kind of have in the works right now is self-melting driveways. Ooh. And so we can't really go out and, shovel driveways for residential people because it just it doesn't really make sense a lot so we do a ton of commercial snow removal we do a ton of commercial lawn stuff like that but we don't do a ton of like that you know going to someone's house shoving their driveway mowing their lawn stuff like that and so where it comes in is we can install you know during the summer months of course when nobody's thinking about snow and obviously columbus doesn't have a ton of snow but like cleveland places like that where they get a ton of snowfall you can install those driveways with you know their paver driveway or whatever and so it melts their driveway and so we can provide that service even though that's not something that um it just doesn't make sense logistically but we can provide a different service that helps them in that way yeah, so yeah. we're trying to provide an experience where we can not have to go out to someone's house, but provide them with everything they need to be set forever and not have to come back for anything. Um, you know, having the neighbor shovel your driveway is awesome, but it's nice when it can just be melted. Yeah. So it sounds like, you know, I, the, the landscape management group has a lot of different kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of like avenues that it's able to support its customers with that it's not just kind of one one thing that you can really adapt and and take take all of the different offerings that you need to be able to to support your customers sure yeah i think that's something that we're like i said trying to find out because we used to do like shoveling driveways mowing people's personal lawns um, residential and now now we don't but we still want to find ways to serve them and help them mm -hmm. and yeah, you're right. We're trying to do it in the best way possible. Yeah. We can scale it so we can serve as many people as possible mm -hmm. um, and hopefully not, you know, lose too many people or, you know, sour. Good relationships that we've had for clients. For, like I said, Mike's had this for yep. more than a decade. So yeah, that's yeah. fantastic. That's great. So kind of 
talking about business, you know, you've, you've got business experience. We talked a little bit about, you know, your experience in the past, kind of what led you now to the landscape management group, kind of a new, a new segment of the podcast that, you know, we like to do is kind of talking about AI and how the world has been changed by AI and is continuing to change. So do you kind of have any, you know, you, you said you're an author of a book. So I imagine, you know, I'd love to pick your brain, kind of hear your thoughts on like how you see the business world changing in the, in the near future, you know, with, with this, with the AI capabilities out there now. Yeah, absolutely. So there's a guy named Alex Ormosi. Um, if you guys don't know who that is, you can look him up. But he had a very interesting podcast about artificial intelligence. And basically, uh, I don't know if any of you have seen the movie iRobot. Have you seen that movie? Yeah. <laughs> okay, awesome. Like, we're moving really close to that. And it won't be that long. Maybe it's a few years. Maybe it's a few decades. Doesn't really matter. But it won't be long to we're at the point where... I won't be able to tell the difference between you and a robot, mm-hmm. like all things considered, like skin, whatever. Like we're in the first part or like, you know, the iPhone one, mm-hmm. uh, all these droids and bots and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Version 50, what's that going to look like? Yeah, right. The only thing that you're able to tell the difference is by, you know, literally the spirit or you know the heart of people. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's really interesting. And so I think that that's really scary um, that, a lot of human, like a long time we thought, oh, the robots are going to take all the physical jobs, like the manual labor, like, you know, working in restaurants, working in supply chain, things like that. But really it just took all the creative people's jobs, like mm-hmm. new taxes, people that make images. So it's really interesting to see how it's really unpredictable, mm-hmm. but it's going to change a lot of things. And a lot of governments like Italy just banned chat GPT. Um, governments are really starting to freak out, which mm-hmm. they should. Um, so we have to learn how to use that technology and integrate. Like we use that a lot in marketing, whether it be our blogs or social media. We use a lot of AI stuff um, mm-hmm. and you see more. Mm-hmm. And so I think companies need to use it because um, you can't be someone that's just like, this new technology is too crazy. Like I'm not going to use it. There were a lot of yeah. people that said about the car, yeah. you know, iPhone, whatever. Um, so you can't do that. have to be careful, but it is going to change the way. Not only we've done stuff, it's changed a ton in the last three months. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll also change a lot of things in general in life, um, mm-hmm. which will be fun to see. I just yeah. think that, you know, have expertise and caution. So. Yeah, I appreciate that little insight there. That was, a, that was a good little segment. So Isaiah, if people wanted to learn more about Landscape Management Group, where would they go to learn more? Yeah, absolutely. So you can go to landscapemanagementgroup.com. That's our website. Um, you can also go to our Instagram, um, which we're really kind of rebuilding. Um, we had most of the time, but we need to because it's important. Um, so I think that's also a landscape management group on Instagram. Um, and then, yeah, we have a podcast that we're also kind of working on. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like our company is doubled. So there's a lot of things that like weren't important that are now really important that um, we're working on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, landscape management group. And then you can also look in there and we should have bios for each people soon. Um, okay. If you want to see any of my life personally, um, you can go to Z-A-H x underscore aaron's my last name um to some of the stuff that i put out um yeah that is uh pretty much it fantastic that's great well isaiah as we start to wrap up this conversation is there anything that you want to leave our listeners with you know either about your own journey about landscape management group the industry in general anything you want to leave our listeners with yeah absolutely i would say i don't i'm sure gary v is a pretty popular name around most circles but if you haven't heard of him He's someone that talks a lot about how even if you're 30 and you feel like, oh my gosh, I wasted so much of my life. You can always start now and achieve great things in a decade or two if you really focus on it. And so like 
I'm relatively young uh, and I did a lot of stuff in my teenage years that really set me up well for my business career or whatever. Mm -hmm. So whether you're a you know young kid or you know someone that's aspiring to do business or you're older and you've been in your business and your niche for a long time, really think about what you really want and go after it because I am kind of known as the therapist at work because I really talk to people like, hey, what do you really want, you know, five, 10 years from now? What do you want your life to look like? You know, both in the business and also personally, because I care about the people I work with a lot. Mm -hmm. And so really think about that and then setting that trajectory so you can go out and get it and you can wake up at 80, you know, maybe you're on your deathbed, whatever, be like, I lived a life worth living, not just shoot, I have so many regrets. And so that's what I would give um, to anybody else out there. That's a great little blurb to leave our leave our listeners with, Isaiah. I really appreciate that. Well, Isaiah, this has been a great conversation. I appreciate you breaking down kind of, like I said, your life, landscape management group, and just the industry in general. I, uh, I really appreciate you being on Business Ninjas today. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yeah, great to have you. Hey, are you a business ninja? Want to be interviewed like this? Give us a shout. Go to www.writeforme.io. W-R-I-T-E-F-O-R-M-E dot I-O and schedule a time to meet with us and we'll make it happen. Keep slaying it, y'all.